0: Growing with Ashley Frasca.
1: Plants, flowers, trees, and stuff. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries
0: on 95.5 WSB.
2: Two hours in, one hour to go on Green and Growing. I'm glad you're here on a Saturday morning. We're having a blast and talking to a lot of you. And you're picking my brain about things that you're seeing out in the landscape, seeing out in the garden. And no question is off the table It has to pertain to gardening, of course 404 And then coming up at 8.30 uh, A plant that has been mentioned already In the show today um, And it's getting ready to emerge And it's going to be beautiful Pike Nursery, will be along to discuss that with us And what else is going on in the nursery And the in the stores that you can be excited about Get in there and get your hands on some plants Alright, up First in the eight o'clock hour, going to go up to Buford and say good morning to Rhonda. Hey, Rhonda, welcome to the show. Hey, Ashley. Hello. Um, my question was: the Blue Atlas, do they do good in Blairsville? Because I know it's really cold up there. Yeah, and that's. I mean, people may correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's like zone six. The rest of us are seven, but that close to Tennessee, I believe, gets to be zone six, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, according to. Monrovia that is one of the suppliers And growers of Blue Atlas They are hardy for zones 6 to 9 um, But it's going to be a little Trickier just getting it established Right so winter right. You know winter time and early spring are the best times To actually get that tree in the ground Give it a chance to really get a good root system Before the summertime and keeping it watered But I think so I mean I really think You could have success there And I know it gets really big Like fifty feet
0: tall or mm-hmm. something like that. Is there a way that I can just keep it pruned to keep it smaller, like maybe ten feet? You know, and if I wanted to keep it like maybe twenty feet from the house,
2: but I didn't really want it really big, you know? They're they're made to grow so tall and I'm right off the top of my head I honestly don't know if there's some dwarf variety or not. Um, but that may not be the tree for you just trying to to make it do something that it doesn't want to do. Um, and I right. mean, stun- stunting the growth, you know, at the top may really yeah. start to cause it to get a lot more full as well, just reacting to the way you're trying to train it. So I don't know. Oh, that okay. may end up being a little, a little bit more of a pain than you're willing to deal with. But there are certainly some other, um, some options you could do that still have kind of that color and that look to them. Um, If you research a few different conifers That may be better for the height you're looking for Okay But yeah, definitely check out that hardiness um, Before you grab one and make sure six is included Some start at seven um, So just make sure you get the right one Okay. Yeah. Well thank you. Oh, Appreciate yeah. It. What a beautiful tree though, right? But they do. I mean, they get taller oh, I than love the house. It. hmm It's like it's very whimsical and it looks like a Charlie Brown tree. It does. <laughs> and I mean you drive by someone's house that has blue atlas and I yeah. mean you definitely your eye Me goes too. right to Pretty. it because it's so cool looking. But yeah, do yeah. do a little more research on some other some other conifers that may have that same coloring that just don't have the height. Okay. All right. Great. Thanks Rhonda Thank I'm glad you called Have a good morning out there in Buford 404 Alright, two Gregs in a row First, Greg and Tyrone Hey, good morning Greg Good morning, can you hear me? I can, yeah You're hands free I like that, I appreciate that You're following the law this morning
3: Yes ma'am okay. Hey, um, my question was I heard you and Walter Talking this morning About the bulbs And the planted bulbs That somebody gave me for Christmas They hadn't all come up Will they write themselves do I need to do anything, um, or just hang
2: in there and let them come up? Yeah, just hang in there and wait. Now you know we need to make sure too. I'm sure you you knew what you were planting, but for some that may not, you know, realizing if you're planting the stuff in the fall that are the spring flowering bulbs, like right now we're getting the daffodils and day lilies are soon to come and all of that. Or there are so many that are you know we can plant right now that Walter and I discussed that that are flower or flowering in the summertime. So what did you plant? Do you know?
3: They were all spring, if I remember right
2: Okay, good, yeah, then you're fine And I mean, even people wait till now You know, February and March to start to panic And say, "Oh, is it too late to plant? And they do need the chill hours That's why we plant the spring flowering stuff in the fall um, So some may, if you planted them a little late Some may pop up, some may not But they are not a lost cause by any means I would just sit there and be a little more patient Okay Yeah, fingers Fingers crossed and you, Yeah, oh. now's a good time to do that for sure That was actually I think on my garden to-do list today for sure So yeah, fertilizing the spring bulbs Not going to hurt a bit Okay, thank you Good, alright, good luck to you Greg I hope that works out Yeah, and like I said, you know, you may see some And, and not others um, if we planted them a little late But certainly they'll get caught up Next spring and then you'll have more And you'll be surprised, wow, where did all of these come from um, Alright, up next on line four It's the next Greg Greg and Winston, hey, good morning Oh, Greg, calling about your hydrangeas? No. Well, darn. Okay, so I'll ask Greg's question for him. When is it time to cut back oak leaf hydrangeas, Ashley, and the limelight? Very good question, Greg. Okay, so limelight hydrangeas are panicle. They're the the really cool greenish white, sometimes have a pink tinge to them. Um, Those are panicle hydrangeas. And actually, I do want to play... A little conversation of Norm Mitleider and I Talking about this very thing But um, panicle, they can be pruned right now Because they grow on new wood So they're going to put out all new shoots All new branches For those flowers later in summer So panicle, anything that has a cone-shaped Hydrangea, you know, bloom That can be pruned right now Um, Oak leaf, oak leaf is a little bit different Summertime after flowering And a lot of oak leaf hydrangeas They have that really natural You know look to them just in nature and the wood lines and things like that so a lot of oak leaf hydrangeas don't even need pruning but if you must reduce it by size or whatever summer after it flowers is going to be the best time because those go along with the mop head those go along with the blue puffy ones that grow on old wood and a lot of you that left those hydrangeas just so ugly and twiggy looking over the winter time you're being rewarded by not cutting those back. I know they were unsightly all winter, but now you're really starting to see the leaves emerge from those because all of that needs to bloom on old wood. So good for you that left it. You know, sometimes you can just cut off the the dead blooms which mine still have. My my mop heads still have the old blooms on them and it's just kind of like the the skeleton of what was left of those, but uh, it's okay to cut those off, but not not cutting all of the stems back. They certainly need to Put on new growth on old wood. All right, up next, Chris and Conyers, a question about his Bermuda grass. Hey, Chris, welcome to the show. Hey, Chris, you there? Huh. Chris is there. He may be at the drive-thru. I don't know. But he also is hands-free, speaking on his on his um, car phone, on his Bluetooth. So, Jason, if I don't know if we can do that. Um, speaking of hydrangeas and all of that, we can talk to Norm. I just think that's that's a good interview Norm Mitleider is a friend of the show Helps me out so much And a lot of you have listened for the, the whole year Thank you um, But that was one of my just mental blocks Was hydrangeas I just couldn't keep straight when and how to prune So recently I had a good conversation with my friend A friend of the show I am happy to welcome back Norm Mitleider A certified aesthetic pruner Living in the Atlanta metro area You've heard him on the show before Good morning Norm
1: Good morning Ashley
2: We're thinking this is the time of year that we can safely prune so many things. And I've asked you in the past about hydrangeas. Which one is the best time now to prune?
1: The hydrangea paniculatas are one of the main ones that are being pruned now. I know I'm starting mine now. Uh, The other one is uh, hydrangea annabelles. Uh, They can also be pruned now. And the reason we prune them now is we don't have to worry about a late frost Because they will bloom on fresh wood So if they do happen to get toasted during a late
2: frost, they will still bloom And if anybody has limelights, maybe as an example, that's paniculata or panicle hydrangeas And yes, Norm, right now mine are very stemmy, it's just the twigs So tell me about how far back I can cut those stems
1: Typically, what I like doing with my paniculatas is trying to create more blooms. And the way you do that is when they're young, you start trimming them to encourage multiple shoots. And then on those newer shoots, you'll trim them down a little bit and then encourage more shoots. Also, when you're trimming them, what you want to do is make sure and leave at least one or two nodes so that if you later want to trim them back you have those nodes to go back to the other thing is when you're trimming you don't want to trim to a height you want to trim to the buds so make sure you just when you trim them back trim maybe a quarter inch just above the buds
2: And when do we look forward to seeing those conical-shaped blooms on a hydrangea paniculata?
1: You'll start to see them, you know, later spring But you're really not going to see the flower until probably July
2: All right, Norm, good to have you along Thanks for the pruning advice My pleasure Yeah, so pruning back to a height That's what we were talking about earlier in the show With someone that was calling about um, a Jane Magnolia, I believe You know, if you're really trying to reduce something um, just not cutting in the middle of a branch Or the middle of a, a limb You've got to go back to a growth point Or a bud in that case Pruning roses, same thing That's one of the easiest things to start to learn pruning on Is something like a knockout rose or whatever Because you can see the buds You can see the new growth The little red tips The red you know nodes coming out of the stems And you prune, make the cut just above that Because then the energy is going to go back down to the plant Below where you made the cut and tell that new bud Hey shoot out, become a new branch, become a new Limb, so much the same with hydrangeas Good advice Norm, thanks for backing Up the advice that I just gave our our Caller Chris, alright we're going to talk to Alan in Fayetteville About weeds and his Bermuda lawn, I'm also going to Pick uh, the manager of Pike Nursery's brain about that as well, some of the uh, Products they may have to help You get ahead of that, and Deborah Asking about deer eating her flowers So we'll be right back, check traffic And weather on Green and Growing on WSB <laughs> All right. currently 59 degrees It's heating up fast today, folks Finley Roofing sponsors the weather update Here, 76 degrees is the high for today Partly to mostly cloudy, though Lows around 52 It's going to be dry tomorrow Highs almost to 80 And lows in the mid-50s Rain returns on Monday Green and
1: Growing Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca Here's your garden to-do list this week
2: and by the way, speaking of the weather, our very own meteorologist Kirk Mellish has a birthday today. So happy birthday to Kirk Mellish! Happy birthday, Kirk! Absolutely. And um, my mom, Kathy, her birthday is tomorrow. Happy birthday, Kathy, as well. And John, my husband, turns forty. His birthday is on Monday. Look out! I How know. do you keep up with all these? Yeah, and my best friend was yesterday. Sam's birthday was the 12th, then Kirk, then Mom, then John. So like a four-day weekend of nothing but birthdays.
1: My dad's on the 9th, so Aww, that was Tuesday.
2: I missed giving him his gift. Oh, it, I, he'll forgive you this year. Right, I hope so. And I didn't get Kirk anything either. So Kirk, if you're listening, maybe I'll just buy you beer next time we see each other in Woodstock or Ackworth. So yes, that that's an aside. But happy birthday to all of those wonderful folks in my life this weekend. Okay, so top three. Uh, Number one, this weekend, this week, get to fertilizing spring bulbs like we were just talking about Certainly wouldn't hurt Fertilize perennials too, we've talked about dianthus We're going to talk about peonies coming up, so stay tuned for that Also plant ornamental grasses and perennials and perennial herbs right now It's a fine time to do that Number two, freshen up pansies, they are not done yet Deadhead them, you should have stayed on top of that all along But remove just the old scraggly foliage and give a little Osmocote, little fertilizer to them And also freshen up maybe asters Coriopsis, those perennials Are starting to pop back up You could feed them, feed dianthus as well And number three, water trees Planted within the last four to six Months that you've, uh, that you've really been Keeping an eye on, water is key Weekly apply one gallon of Water per foot of height And stay on top of that, same goes for shrubs Too, um, and I did have someone Ask about a new zoysia lawn I think she had her zoysia sod installed About an inch of water per week Is what we're going for um, With a new lawn Especially if there has been no rainfall That's on you Really let it soak in One inch per week it's, it's better to water lawns More water in one setting Than watering like a little bit Three days a week And besides, it just makes it easier Get it all done in one day Alright, we will take your calls coming up And Pike Nursery with what to look out for In the nurseries this weekend All of that in the last half hour of the show It's Green and Growing on WSB
1: for the
4: Caterpillar to a
0: butterfly It's green and growing with Ashley Frasca Plants,
1: flowers, trees, and stuff Brought to you by Pike Nurseries
0: On 95.5
2: WSB This is the time in the show you know what to expect Even when it was the lawn and garden show For so many years We still have Pike Nurseries proudly sponsoring the show And I'm so glad to have a great relationship with these guys Full of great information, full of things you need to know And just trying to make your life, A, a little easier to garden But a little more joyful as well with all they have in the nurseries So we bring back a different store manager every week, which I really love So today we've got Devin And Devin, you are head of the Buckhead store, is that right?
3: Yes, that's correct
2: So glad you're back on the show How are things in the nursery? I mean, y'all are really picking up, my goodness Oh
3: Man, things are starting to bloom Springs out, the birds are chirping in the morning It's great
2: Isn't it nice, and you're there right now So I'm I'm kind of yes. envious I'm in a very solidified, like, quiet studio Where there's no sound at all It's very soundproof, <laughs> all I hear is myself So, well, you're taking us outside You're taking us on a stroll through the nursery What are we looking for today in particular?
3: The peonies are what we want to yeah. talk about today
2: I They mean, are great Wonderful, and perennials So that's always yeah, a good thing
3: yeah, they're a great I mean, peonies are great I mean, they're, they make great cut flowers They attract butterflies and pollinators They're deer and rabbit resistant They're cold hardy down to negative 10s. And one cool fact about them is They're one of the longest living plants They can live over 100 years old
2: Wow, I did not realize that So it's very yeah, important for them to be that successful though To get them started in the right environment Because a few years ago when I tried to establish mine I started with two One survived, one didn't And they were side by side I never really understood that But give us kind of the right conditions Where a peony really thrives
3: So they like to grow And down here, up north they like to grow in full sun But down here they need a little protection From the afternoon sun So I choose a spot um, where they get Morning sun, afternoon shade So that's what they really like A break from that hot afternoon sun
2: Absolutely, and they need that little bit of support Folks that may not have Grown them before Don't realize I mean you see them And they're beautiful But really how top heavy They get So what do you guys Recommend we do As far as a little Support system for them
3: We have these Really cool things here Called peony rings Or grow through grids That when you plant The peony You just put the little Ring there And then when the Peonies grow up And they get those Big heavy flowers on them That ring will help Support them So they don't flop over
2: And so many Different colors The variety names Are hilarious I mean they're like True names i guess i don't know if they're oh, really yeah. named after people except for the Shirley Temple one that i know for sure but uh what are some of the colors we're looking at
3: yeah i mean they come in all different types of colors they come in whites pinks lavenders and even a yellow
2: Wow, i haven't seen a yellow before nice. yeah they're
3: really pretty and some and they're fragrant um they're they're just beautiful flowers there's a couple different types of peonies um There's one called a herbaceous peony, which is the most common one. And those are the ones that are going to die down to the ground in the winter. Mm -hmm. And then there's also a tree peony, which um, has more of a woody stem. So the winter, it'll have a little bit of a stalk. Um, You leave that in the winter. And then the other variety, which is one of my favorite, and I have many of these at home, is called the Ito peony. And that kind of gives you the benefits of the tree peony and the herbaceous peony because it's a cross. So that one you don't actually have to put a ring around because you get all the blooms of the herbaceous peony But you get the support of the tree peony and they just it's a little perfect little plant that just sits there And doesn't need a ring or anything and just blooms and blooms and blooms
2: And now is it really clear for us you know coming into the store looking at the layout where y'all have got the peonies out Like we can kind of see right there on the label what's what
3: Yes you can and we have them grouped together all the herbaceous are grouped together and then all the tree peonies I mean the uh peonies are grouped together
2: Okay and herbaceous is what I've got and you know I kind of let it go over the winter time I mean I, I put some mulch and some leaves over it to kind of protect it but um, I left all the dead stuff that was still kind of up in the grid you know the peony ring just mm-hmm. kind of hanging out so that did not hurt to cut that back and just kind of make room for the new growth right?
3: Correct, yeah, I mean if you haven't trimmed back your peonies yet You can get out there this weekend and just clean them up and get them ready You should see their little eyes starting to poke up out of the ground get ready to grow
2: Looking forward to having those, those make fantastic cut flowers folks And if some of you are wanting like really easy arrangements right now I just kind of thought of this as I have company in town this weekend But putting together daffodils And some of the hellebores Some of the the flowers from the hellebores That is really a beautiful That bright yellow and some pinks and purples That makes a really nice arrangement Some of the stuff that's blooming right now So all right, peonies at Pike Nursery You definitely have to check that out this weekend And Devin, I know I've had you on before And I can count on you for good information Um, I've had a number of callers Weeds in Bermuda lawn I mean that's always going to be oh, a thing yeah. this time of year It's dormant so you see nothing but the bright green weeds everywhere um, Give me some of the brands or maybe the bags That folks can just zoom right to as they go to the nursery this weekend It's not too late for pre-emergence herbicide So really what we're looking for as far as pike brands and things like that That are going to be effective on some of those weeds we're seeing now And maybe some we're not seeing yet
3: yeah, one little rule of thumb on pre-emergent that I use in the spring is when you start to see the forsythia blooming in the landscape, that is your sign to tell you to go ahead and get down your pre-emergent for spring to prevent any weeds coming up for the spring and summer months. And we have two really good products here um, at Pike Nurseries that you can use as a pre-emergent. One is going to be in a Pike branded bag. It's the blue bag. It's called Pike uh pre-emergent and crabgrass preventer okay. and another one that we have which I really really like and I've used and it works well is the Bonide weed beater complete and the, the positive about that one is it's going to prevent your spring weeds but it also has a chemical in it that will kill your weeds that are up now so you kind of kill two birds with one stone when you use that product
2: Yeah, that weed beater complete, it's in a bright green bag and and Devin's spot on there Because like the pre-emergent that's going in the ground right now is is really more targeting the grassy weeds that we're not seeing yet that are going to pop up But right now a lot of you are seeing that broadleaf weeds like the dandelions and things in the Bermuda And that's really going to combat that working above the surface coming in contact with the leaves of those broadleaf weeds
3: Yep, and now while your Bermuda's waking up, is the perfect time to try to get your weeds under control. So when you put out your lawn fertilizer on your Bermuda once it's woken up and ready to go, all of those all that fertilizer can go straight to the grass.
2: See, and that's and not yeah, the weeds. you're you're right. We don't want to spend the money fertilizing the weeds. And the the better regimen that you're on with any lawn, you know, fertilizing it and keeping it strong, that's gonna really be your number one line of defense. For the stronger the lawn, it can choke out the weeds itself yeah yeah yeah
3: a healthy lawn is the best weed prevention
2: absolutely well devin i I appreciate that extra little bit of knowledge there. I knew you would know exactly what we can be doing right now as far as weed control goes. We're trying to get ahead of it. Well, uh, Pike nurseries is hiring, folks need to find the yes. locations. Where do we get all of that?
3: You can go to our website at pikenursery.com dot com and you can see all of our open job positions that we have, and you can also find your local um, closest Pike Nurseries to you
2: Alright and say hey to Devin for sure this morning He's out and about at the Buckhead location Well thank you very much I appreciate you taking the time To call from work this morning
3: You're welcome no problem
2: Alright catch up with you soon Devin thank you
3: Thank you bye
2: uh, Pike always makes me smile I love talking to them Because it's just always something happy and something to look forward to And something bright and colorful and, and just fun And so deer resistant I mean hey guys give it a shot You know I mean if you, if you plant a, a peony Maybe they'll you know, be attracted to the other things, but not so much with that. And speaking of deer, Deborah's been really patient calling from Conley, Georgia, and wants to talk a little bit about that, right, Deborah?
0: Yeah. Hi, oh, how are you? Hey. I'm so glad to talk to you. Yeah, today. I've
2: been looking forward to your call. It's just one thing after another. Got to do this, got to do the commercials, <laughs> got to do the news. So, yes, thank you for hanging in there.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm calling concerned about my pansies. Um, I've got a huge flower bed in my front yard. And, um, they were, they were doing very well. I kept them, flat, kept them watered and um, kept my eye on them for, you know, a them in December. And um, I kept my eye on them, and they were doing very well. And then one day I came home, oh. and they were gone. And I talked to my neighbor about it, and, and they were saying that uh, the deer probably ate them. And I was just wondering um, if there's something I can use. I kind of tried some of the repellents. But I don't know if that's going to really help or not And someone told me it could be the birds And I'm just uh, at a standstill right now Yeah, It's so beautiful
2: I know, and and I think deer think the exact same thing They're colorful, they're pretty, they they must taste Mm -hmm. good Um, So that's what I think it was too And it's so funny because I left mine planted out around the mailbox um, really didn't touch them over the winter time You know, I deadhead them a couple of times when I'd get the mail But I left them, but then I really went in there Like two weeks ago, deadheaded them Pulled out the weeds of the mailbox, all that kind of stuff So it's like I brought attention to them And I'll be darned if I didn't go back out there the very next day And they didn't pull up the entire plant But yeah, I mean, they sheared it down So, Deborah, what I've had success with But all of these deterrents and repellents And things like that are very short term Whether you're using a, a repellex. Or coyote urine or something like that They're they are not going to last forever but melorganite is a slow release fertilizer And it smells awful um, And that is just something That has that human smell to it That is going to deter them At least for a few days um, But you're at least getting the benefit of it fertilizing You know whatever it's Out spread around in the landscape So I have had success with that And you know I mean folks have called in saying They put uh, shavings of Irish soap Out around it but again that's going to get watered in And eventually go away And even putting pine cones like in those beds That you're talking about if you gather up Mm -hmm. enough pine cones And put them Uh out like I mean Seriously a foot out from the plant you're trying To protect that will even Deter them a little bit because they don't like stepping On them but they always find a way to outsmart us The squirrels do too
0: Oh, do you know if the birds fly down and eat
2: them sometimes? I've not seen that No Mm-mm. I've oh, not seen okay. that Unless it's and just some the, really
0: some, The repellent you were talking about That I should put put down It smells really bad
2: Milorganite So Milorganite, it's actually a fertilizer um, a Can you ris- buy that at the big big box store? Yeah, you should be able to find it There was a shortage on it a couple years ago That was that was kind of crazy because it's man-made But um, yeah, no, I think everybody's fully in stock With Milorganite right now and it's in a bag um use a glove when you when you put it out it smells so bad but it will really it, it will deter them for <laughs> sure help, huh? yeah and i mean you're okay. fertilizing stuff at the same time so it's a win win and it's malorganite okay uh-huh. i never heard of that yeah because... yep malorganite yeah it's 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 actually a really really good product i think it's manufactured somewhere in the midwest but um it's 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 good to have too it's just always good it stays You know, a long time has good shelf life and stuff, so I'd pick up a bag of that. That's great. Give it a shot.
0: That's great. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking my call, and I hope you have a great
2: day. You too, Deborah. I'm so glad you called. That is a great topic, and I hope that helped a lot of other folks too, because Lord knows we are all uh, we're all up uh, in the same boat as far as combating those things. All right, Beverly in Stone Mountain. Good morning. Welcome to the show.
4: Hi. Good morning. I have a really quick question. I have a half of a persimmon tree. And um, last year, when the fruits came out, I put a mesh all over the tree Uh because previous to that, something ate all the fruits off the tree. So my question is, is it okay for me to just keep the mesh on that tree or should I remove it now and then replace it summer when the fruits start coming out again?
2: i would I would go ahead and pull it off if you can do so and just really give that tree a good chance and not mm-hmm. hamper, you know, any of the leaves coming out and things like that. And then, if you can, I know it's probably quite the task to get the mesh back on there. But yeah, yeah. I do the same thing with my blueberries. Like I, I have mesh over the blueberries on the deck and really mm-hmm. pull that that screening and that mesh away just for them to get everything they need and then put that back on as soon as I see it fruiting. So that's really only. You know, a couple of months of the year that you that you have it out there, but I'd go ahead and take it off.
4: Go ahead and take it off. Okay. Yeah. Because um, one year, uh, my tree was split in two by a beaver.
2: Ah. And
4: um, for, by some miracle, the half of the tree still bore fruit last year. Holy so cow! So I want to be, make sure I do everything to protect it.
2: Yeah, and tell that beaver to go find somewhere else to live. How weird! I know. Yeah, but I mean, trees are so resilient. You know, it's amazing what they can come back from. So that's really good. And just make sure you take good care of it. We got to baby it sometimes, but it's well worth it. You love persimmons, so good. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
4: And it put out a lot. I shared with my um, friends and neighbors, and yes, it it's wonderful.
2: Ah, that's great. All right. Well, good. Well, good luck with that. I, I hate to to tell you to do it the hard way, but yeah, I'd go ahead and just get to it. Take it off. Take it off real carefully, and you can just throw it right back over it.
4: Right. Thank you so much. I appreciate your help this morning. Thanks. Good to talk to to you, Beverly.
2: You too. I'm so glad you called. Wow, Deborah and Beverly, so sweet. I love it. All right, just a few minutes left in the show. We're going to take a break, and I will give you the top three things to get done this weekend and this coming week before it starts raining on Monday. You're listening to Green and Growing on WSB. A few more minutes in the show. I'm going to try to get to Yolanda in Decatur, but first, Finley Roofing sponsors the weather update today and tomorrow. Highs in the mid to upper 70s, believe it or not. Lows in the mid 50s. Mostly cloudy skies, and then the rain creeps back in on Monday. Again, happy birthday to meteorologist Kirk Mellish. How cool! So, Yolanda, really quickly, what was your question, and why do you want to know? It's an interesting one.
0: Well. The magnolia was my husband's favorite tree, and I tried to grow one for years from seed. And I was out in the yard a few days ago and discovered one had grown in our yard on the very, well, it wasn't in our yard, it's in the county park, Mm -hmm. out of the blue. So I was determined to dig it up, and I did that last evening near dark, and I finally got it out. It had the longest taproot I ever saw. Wow. And I wanna know about how old the magnolia might be. It it's about seventeen inches uh from the top of the ground and the root is really sparse but it's a tap root and then it's got a it divides up at the very end. Yeah. And that's the part I was really digging trying to get because I didn't wanna Yank it out and break anything
2: Well it sounds like you did very well You dug out everything that it needs To be successful and when I saw your question How can you tell how old it is I reached out to my friend Christy Bryant Speaking for trees She said you know it's really hard It just depends on light, water It's really hard but if it's an older tree We want to give them special TLC That sounds like a little bit of a younger tree Maybe two years old Christy says So in that case I think you're good to go You've got so much of the root That's going to be able to establish And you'll be able to really enjoy that Magnolia, it sounds like it'll have some sentimental value to you, Yolanda So thank you very much for calling Really quickly, want to give a shout out to the North Fulton Master Gardeners Establishing and Growing Perennials A live Zoom class tomorrow at 2 p.m. Look them up on Facebook, North Fulton Master Gardeners For more information, how you can get in on that A lot of the local Master Gardeners with online courses That you can be enjoying right now Thank you so much, everyone, for calling. I had a great show. Happy birthday to my mom, to my husband, my wonderful husband this weekend. I'm going to go out and celebrate. Y'all have a great day. I'll talk to you Monday morning.